Are you using the psychology of human behavior to superstrides and grow your business? Sharon Hornelson here. And I would say I might be doing it a little bit now, but up until this point, I probably have very seldom consciously looked at the psychology of human behavior. Had a couple of trainings and courses on how our brain works and how our minds work and, and consumer buying patterns and practices, et cetera, how people make decisions. But for the most part, I would say it hasn't been something that I've used as a strategy or done a ton of research on, which is probably a big mistake because I think one of the first things we need to do when we're starting or growing our business is learn about our potential ideal customers, the people that we're here to serve. And that means understanding their emotions, their pain points, their problems, their way of thinking, their, their decision-making processes, uh, all the things that we can use to help us reach them better and communicate with them in a way that makes sense for them, that feels right and resonates with them. I like the word resonates. It's like energy and vibration. So I think it's a fun word. So how do we go about doing this? Consumer behavior is, of course, uh, paying attention to buying decisions, paying attention to likes, dislikes, preferences, what they want for a customer experience, things like that. And I do that and, and have done that in my business for years, talked to and communicated and engaged and built relationships with my customers, but I never uh, thought about, okay, well, what's their psychology? Why are they buying this and not that? Why is, you know, because I just, uh, I just never even thought of it. But nowadays with the internet and all the information we have access to and AIs can ask and chatbots and, and messaging platforms, there's social media, there's so many different ways to understand the people that we're serving better on multiple levels that uh, we need to be using that and taking advantage of that. Human behavior economics for uh, competitive advantages become a whole big thing. I don't know if it's a science or an art, but it's a whole field of study now. And that uh, means how do we use things to motivate people to act now, act immediately. Things like scarcity, uh, fear of missing out, uh, urgency, sense of urgency by setting a, 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 sh a short limit on a time for a promo or something. And actually, I, I struggle with this personally. Now, as a business owner, I understand the power of it. But to me, it, it has always rang a little false. when We say, oh, this offer is only going to be available for five days or something. And we do a challenge. And for the next five days, we promote our thing. And we say, it closes Sunday. Now, I understand why we do that. And I do that too. We close it out. And people get mad because they missed out and they have to wait for it to come around. Maybe it's a year, depending on what your offer is. Maybe it's six months. Maybe it's just every month you do the same offer and roll people into your high ticket program, et cetera. But whatever it is or anything, that whatever it is that you're selling or doing a product or service, anything can be turned into continuity program, by the way. And that is the foundation of all of our businesses, right? It's, it's, Encouraging repeat customers and buyer behavior. I just signed up for a coffee of the, you know, every month coffee comes to my house now. Why? Is it hard to go to the store and get coffee? No, but I, I like this coffee manufacturer and I'm like, okay, they have an automatic program for shipping it every one, two, six months. I think you can get it on whatever frequency works for you. But I signed up for it because it it's one of those things now. I don't have to think about it. I know I'm not going to run out of coffee. It's coming to my front door and would I have ever thought I would do that? I guess I did use bulletproof coffee on auto ship for a while, but I haven't done that for a while either. But that's my consumer behavior. If I can find an experience that makes it simple and easy for me, then 
I will do it and I'll do it automatically, meaning recurring revenue for that business. Uh, and that's what we want to try to find ways to build into our products and services and our offerings for consumers. Because why? One of the consumer behaviors we have is, especially since the pandemic, we like things fast immediately. We like a great seamless experience. We like to not have to touch it. We like to set it and forget it. We want things to be simple and easy and out of our immediate attention. We don't want things that require our immediate or constant attention. It's why so many of us do auto pay on our bills. And the other thing that is really important to understand about consumer behavior, I said just sharing a couple of things here, is social proof. The importance of people seeing that other people are using your products and services and they're getting the results that you're promising them from your products and services and they're having a good experience in different areas and aspects of working with you or your organization. Uh, social proof can be Referrals. Referrals are my favorite, of course. Then testimonials. They can be, you know, somebody picking up the phone, calling their friend and saying, oh my God, you're not going to believe what we just did with Supersize Your Business. So, uh, and another way to really get people's attention and focusing on them is personalization. And again, with the internet and artificial intelligence, this has become easier and easier than it ever was. Easier and less expensive than it ever was before. And it's to the point where we can automate it. It's so easy to get the data and more information than you would ever need on your target audience, your ideal target audience, right? The people you really love serving. Because there's no sense setting up a business and supersizing it if it isn't the business you want, if it isn't creating the lifestyle that you want for you and those people you love and care about. And if it isn't serving, you know, the greater purpose of making the world a better place. So nowadays you can do hyper-personalization for people, you know, you can almost target, well, you can, if you want to pay enough money, you can get tons of information on your target audience, your target customers. You can actually even probably pick and choose and get data for a very, very narrow group of people that you would want to uh, come in contact with or engage with or get their attention. And that's the purpose of getting the data and having the information and understanding consumer behavior, understanding how our minds work, understanding personality types, understanding we're talking about the five love languages today for our Let's Grow Annual Challenge because we're talking about relationships this month. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. So I am curious, are you using consumer the psychology of consumer behavior to target and serve your audience to the best of your ability? I will admit, haven't been doing it, but I'm going to start after this because I think it is a key area that's readily available to most of us now. If you can get on the internet, you can do some searches. You can get enough consumer behavior to start, and then you can pick and choose and decide. There's apps that give you this. You know, you can go to Google. You can go to Facebook even and find tons of information. Uh, that's our topic for today. If I can help you anyway, ask. Otherwise, have a fantastic day. I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow. Have a happy Valentine's Day.